Alright everybody, welcome back to this weekly's Puster Podcast where we talk everything and everything hockey. I'm Jeff, followed by my co-hosts. Yeah! Yeah, baby! Alright, so, this is something I wanted to start off the episode with. Get us us into the hockey spirit, get us into the hockey mindset. This is a debate I saw or heard on the Bar Down guys, the most recent Bar Down podcast. Someone they were debating. As much as we talk shit on him a lot... And you know a lot of, a lot of the dirty and dirtiness he, that has been involved in his career is Brad Marchand a Hall of Famer? Depends. How will we react when we tell him? How about that fucking save, huh, bud? <laughs> <laughs> like his trophy presentation is gonna be, you know, filled with a bunch of cheese. And <laughs> That's I, but no, yeah, for real, it is Brad Marchand a Hall of Famer? I, I, sh- shout out to the Bar Down Podcast guys. I love those guys. Over not, at TSN, love not, not right away, and I, I'm not I'm, not first ballad. No, I, and, and I I might be you know a hypocrite because you know I'm rocking the Boston jersey right now, <laughs> but like he will be eventually. Eventually, not, I, that's that's what I they, they, they were like split. I don't think a single one of them said no. Most of them said not right away. Some like two of them said not right away. Two of them said no, guaranteed, no, but no doubt about it. I. S- I but say yeah, it's just a matter of no. It's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. when yeah. Be if I it, so. if I, I have to guess, I'm gonna say maybe five, maybe six years down the road because they're gonna want to get after he retired. After he retired, yeah, I think, I think it's, it's not, very similar to football. I think they're eligible yeah. what, three, four years after they retired. Yeah. Well, because Ben and off, Brady are eligible. Ben and Brady are eligible twenty six. Yeah. Twenty seven. Well, like going off what you guys were saying, it's not gonna be immediate when he gets in. You know, now I mean, later, he probably still has a good four or five years left yeah, in his career. Well, and it's least. also and he's also not like a McDavid where the minute McDavid retires he's going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. You know. I mean, I mean it's, Marcia, it's it's even hard to to say that. I mean, well, still, knows, I mean this Marcia could be McDavid's this could be McDavid's last good year and who knows next year he could finish with the year of twenty points. Like, yeah. yeah. For me, I say yes, he'll be inducted, but not as a First round battle. Like, I mean, he, he he's only thirty three years old. He was drafted in the third round in two thousand and six. I mean, his career he's got seven hundred and sixty four points, three hundred and forty of them being goals, and eight hundred and forty four games played. This year, forty nine points in forty games. So, Siri just went off. <laughs> so here, here's the thing: uh, via Google and Wikipedia, in any given year, a maximum of four players, two builders, and one on ice official are inducted as members. Play, uh, players and on ice officials must. N- have not participated in a professional or international game for minimum of three years to be eligible. Three years. Okay. Okay. So, so three years after Brad Marchand retires, and he's that's eligible. it. That's he's done. So say he retires, obviously twenty four. Early to be able is twenty seven. Okay. So. And then he, he's only thirty three years of age right now. I mean, he's so he's probably still got four to five, maybe even six to seven years left. Well, it depends how much that big nose is. It, it also depends on if you know if he keep, continues to get suspensions, they might kick yeah. him out. And this would be, oh, you're not going to make it. You're, you're ineligible now that you've been kicked out. Yeah. Well, you, I don't think it, it goes off suspensions. It's like what you did in the very little time. Yeah, on you or actually, off the you, you paid on the ice. Correct, yeah. Because, you know, with Brad Marshawn now holding the, the number one spot in, you know, most <clears> times <throat> served in suspensions, like... Yeah, yeah, in Netflix, I want to say it was Jesse and Luca that said yes, and then it was Z and Corwin that were, you know, not guaranteed, not right away, but he will make it eventually. Um, I could be completely wrong on, but I'm, I'm pretty sure all of them did say yes, just some said not, event, not right just now. Just not right away. Well, if you look at it, like, the, like depending what the year he retires, like, if 
he decided, like, if he retires the same year as, say, a Sidney Crosby or a Steven Stamkos, obviously those two are going to get in well before yeah. a Brad Marchand gets in. But, like, I, I have to say, like, he, he's the number four or the number five pick. And look at, looking ahead to the future, in the, in the next 15 years, some of the guys that are going to be retiring and probably going into the Hall of Fame, Sidney Crosby, Alex Ovechkin, <laughs> Steven Stamkos, probably even Brad Marchand, Patrice Bergeron, you know, uh, Zidane O'Chara, you know, a, lo- a lot of those big-name guys, mm. that, you know. It's very, very similar to the football. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the players that we grew up watching are now retired. You know, Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Eli Manning. They're, they're, at, they're at the age, it's like, okay, do you sign for one more season, or do you just, like, okay, I'm done. That's what Zidane O'Chara is. He's to that point in his career where he's just yeah. doing one-year contracts. Well, and like, can, yeah. can my body even handle another yeah. season or another, you know, even if I do half, se- half a season, you know, mm-hmm. you know, forty-one games is still still a hell of a lot for being, you know, mid forties, early fifties. Which we, we we will get to char here in a few minutes here, but yeah, that's that's just the question I wanted to kick off the episode. I know Colin had one to fire back at us. Yeah, so <clears throat> we all remember back in the sixteen seventeen season where it is in Pittsburgh, it is the Flurry Murray debate, and we obviously held on to Murray instead of Flurry because of age. Now that both uh, both players have won on to the separate teams, you know, Flurry, Vegas, and Chicago, and now uh, Murray in Ottawa. Obviously, uh, as soon as uh, Murray went up to Ottawa, we were like, oh, yeah, he's shit. The only reason why he's doing shit is because the defense is in front of him, and Flurry's a, a better goaltender. Well, look at, him, look, look at him now. Like, yeah, he went Chica- to- Chicago has a, a terrible defense, and he's, he's been struggling. Like... If you really break it down, he's, as a, with, as a re, he's been killing it as of recently. But he's also he, on the trade block right now. He's on the trade block, but like you know, I think I, I, we discussed like, last week that Vegas is in rumors trying to get him back. I, assuming that you know, no trade block, like they, neither of them were on the trade block. Like looking at their stats, like do you really think Flurry's that much better of a goaltender? I'm not trying to diss Flurry because he's a phenomenal goaltender, but like. With their current teams, assuming they were both in the same team, like Ottawa, where you know Ottawa's a, a shitty d- defensive core. Yeah, Ottawa's just a shitty team in general right now. Well, <laughs> am I, I wrong? No, no, you're, <laughs> no. you're right. But I'm, I'm just trying to break down. You know, who do they have on the blue line in front of them? Yeah, but yeah. E- even for those those couple years that the Penguins were struggling to make it out of the pulling Toronto, struggling to get out of the first round for those three or four years consecutively. Flurry was still putting up amazing numbers, yeah. regardless of how his defense in front of him was doing. Well, if you could, you know, if we had a time machine and you were Mike Sullivan and you could go back to that 16-17, would you change your mind? Would you say, okay, we're going to keep Flurry and not Murray? Would you? Yes. Would I, you, would 100%. You, regardless can you, of can you imagine the tandem of Jari and Flurry right now? Yes. Or, That'd or be even insane. DeSmith and Flurry? That would be dis- insane. I almost said dis-sane. <laughs> I mean, DeSmith, he, he's good. He's definitely improved from, the, from this, his start. He, he's definitely had a lot better of a couple past starts than his, his first five, six starts of the season. Yeah. You know, but, you know, having somebody like Jari in front of you compared to what he could have had with Flurry in front of him, mm-hmm. yeah. he could be so much better well, than like Flurry. Well, and Flurry would have been a great mentor to him as well. You know, any questions you would have had, any goalie questions, any rookie questions, you know, Flurry's, Flurry's that type of guy who's like, kid, I've been in your shoes before. It's like me working construction. You know, if I have any questions that I've never seen before, I go to my foreman, hey, how do I do this? I've never seen this a day in my life. And he sits down with me and he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll walk you with you through it for the first few hours. Once you get good, you know, he's like, once you're better on your own, we'll start letting you do more work on your own. That's, well, you know, that's, 
I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Bobo, but I, I think the biggest thing is obviously both Jara and DeSmith are experienced in their own sense. Oh, yeah. It's just a it's just a problem of, of confidence. Obviously, Casey Smith had that being problem. a backup to a much younger Tristan Jari. Jari yeah. only being what 25, 26, and Smith is pushing thirty now. Mm. Um, but he also had that just like what Colin said. He had that. Um, he, he he backed up Murray for yeah. two or three seasons. But yep. he also had that problem like beginning of year like with motivation or. Positivity. It's, it's, like, it's confidence. And, and, and a, confidence a lot of people are blaming Penguins fans. Like Penguins fans are just constantly putting him down. And then, like, I mean, is it for good reason? Kind of. Kind of. A lot, a lot of people say that might end up motivating him. He wants to prove everybody wrong, which he really has in his past couple of yeah. starts. He's really proven everybody wrong. Really, I've heard Penguins fans haven't been saying shit about the Smith recently. No, I haven't heard but anything. It's, I think it's a confidence thing. Like, like obviously, you've seen. You know, from back in October, November, where Casey DeSmith has had no confidence mm-hmm. whatsoever in this game. And I, I forget the one game where he had an amazing save on a breakaway where their announcers were just fucking, like, starstruck with, with a save. And you can tell, like, his confidence is boosted back up. But, like, what I, I wonder how much of a difference that will make if, you know, he had another veteran goaltender in front of him, not, not named Tristan Jaria. Yeah. No, I have a name. Like, I mean, can you even consider Jari a veteran at this point? No, I, you can't. No, yeah, I mean, no. He's only in his, what, third season as a starter? Second season as a starter? Second, but this yeah. is Second. his first full 82-game season as, as a, a starter. starter. Yeah. So you, I don't think you can really classify either or as a He, he, he did starter. phenomenal backing up Murray in the uh, 1920 season, the shortened season. Yeah. The first shortened season when COVID first hit. Um, yeah. he, he did an amazing job backing him up. And then he, he came in in that, that final game of the playoffs against Montreal and did phenomenal and just Penguins couldn't. Even though unfortunately, unfortunately lost, but he yeah, still. We, we, I remember, if I can remember, we didn't get up the first goal until what, like three minutes left of the game. Yeah. And just couldn't, couldn't get it back there. Just, yeah. so he put, put up one goal and like, it was like 35 or 40 something shots and just team, team in front of him just couldn't capitalize and you know give, give him the win and push game five. And then last year, Jari, for the <laughs> most part, he did really good regular season and. Playoffs, we all know. Well, I, yeah. I think it, it kind of fell off at the All Star yeah. game. Yeah. Because you know he did phenomenal up to then, and then afterwards he just kind of shit himself. And well, there, there wasn't an All Star game last season. Well, that. the the quote unquote All Star game. Yeah. Like, like that break. Well, what would have been that break? That's when Jari kind of fell off. Yeah. And Smith really picked up his game and you know built up whatever confidence he had going into the regular uh, the rest of the season into the playoffs. Obviously, with you know. Pittsburgh choosing Jari over Smith, which yeah, which is a dumb choice, really. It was yeah. a dumb choice if you, at, at, especially at the, the point, at the point of how they were performing last season. Yes, it was a dumb choice. Right now, getting closer to the playoff push, it's it's going to be a no doubt. Or Tristan Jari is going to be the starter for the playoffs. Yeah. And as long as he and, stays healthy too, that's yeah. nice. And we he has to stay healthy for the rest of the yeah, that, regular a, season push. Well, and, and at this point, I think DeSmith is definitely is has proven himself as a solid backup. If Jari were to go down, yeah, and Louis Domingue, who had a couple, started what one or two games, had phenomenal both game, one or two games. You know, he, he has proven that if one of those two guys go down, he is very easily capable to be a backup to one of those two. But here's the other problem: is that like behind Tristan Jari, Casey Smith is a good substitute, short-term substitute. Yes. But if yep. you want to try to go for a deep payoff run, assume Tristan Jari goes out for the rest of the season, rest of the playoffs with a knee injury or a concussion. Because you know, you never know how long concussions are going to take yeah. that for. Yeah. Like, he's a good short-term <laughs> individual. But if, oh, if you can, want to pay... I can definitely even see DeSmith getting it. I can see DeSmith getting a starting position elsewhere. 
you know, in a team that needs it, say Buffalo, Ottawa, you know, teams that don't really necessarily have a number one consistent well, or, number one goaltender. Or he can be a second a second string, you know, behind Kinda Jari like, in Chicago. He can Flurry. Or I mean, yeah, Flurry. Yeah, because Lincoln Flurry in Chicago. The, yeah, you but know. At the same point, like you got to look at those teams. You know, Chicago has a good one-two punch. Throw Nathan. Edmonton, on the other hand, might only have Mike Smith. Yeah, he who, can, who else is good? Yeah, Nico Koskinen is good, but he's been he's been fighting injuries the past. Well, he's also been real inconsistent too. Not really. He just, no. he just can't no. stay healthy. He just can't stay healthy. Well, maybe. Yeah. Hell, we never know. We might end up seeing someone new in an Oilers jersey. Yeah, I don't know. It could be the Smith. Who knows? I mean, you never know. Him. Which I wouldn't even be a bad DeSmith to go to Edmonton. They have a solid or do, forward, do a one, solid. Do a one for one trade Koskinen yeah. for DeSmith. You know. Yeah, I'm, I would love to see Koskinen in black and gold. I would. All right, now it's time to move on uh, to minor league news. Uh, Jeffy, why did you take away my dude? All right, starting with the Mississauga Steelheads. Um, Jamie Hardy uh, is, had tied former Steelhead Owen Tippett for the most game-winning goals in franchise history. Pretty, that's impressive. And then um, with the Kingston front end, Shane Wright um, just played his 100th career game. Um, and just last night in Saginaw, um, Cam Morton of the Erie Otters also plays, played um, his 100th career game. Pretty. I, I remember, Morty. Morty. I, I remember the, uh, the Erie London game. I saw in, in my seats Cam Morton hold one of his defensive buddies a like, hostage pretty much to, like, on the bench to not have him draw a penalty for a fight that happened right in front of the Erie bench. Yeah, because like, the whole I, bench... I, 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 I saw him hold at the gut and the neck and him, like, practically fall backwards in order for him not to take a penalty or not to have a bench fight or so. Time McSorley. Fuck that dude. Anyways. Uh, and then... We're past that. <laughs> move, moving on, Kyle. <laughs> I uh, just had it. Um, I'll find it. Oh, here it is. Um, Jason, going up to the ECHL, Justin Taylor of the Kalamu, Kalamazoo Wings is now fifth player in the ECHL history to skate in at least 700 games. So pretty impressive. Very all right, moving on. All right, up to the NHL. Andrew Hammond, the Hamburger from back in the day, has not played an NHL game. Well, as of February twentieth, so you know, six days ago since recording, I uh, has played finally played an NHL game, and he he played. Uh, he made thirty saves in a three-two win against the Islanders in his first game back. I think we discussed that last week. So I think it happened on Sunday. I think we six discussed days ago would have been Monday. Was it? Okay. Yeah. I thought we discussed it last week. but okay. uh, e- Either way, you know, good good for him. Um, yeah. And then uh, a big trade that, ju- that just happened. Toronto Maple Leafs received from the Arizona Coyotes. Goaltender Carter Hutton, even though goaltending isn't a problem, um, and we'll never solve the first-round exit problems. <laughs> I said they just need help, period. <laughs> and the Coyotes will receive future considerations. <clears throat> Some other milestones. Um, Corey Perry of the Tampa Bay Lightning played, just got his 400th career goals. This Who? Colin's favorite player. Katie Who? Perry. Who? Oh, he's an NHL player. I thought I thought he was just a cut. 
Oh, um, funny story uh, that I know we've been discussing here in the studio. Uh, the Orlando Silver Bears of ECHL have signed 41-year-old Sean Avery, and then two days later, not even a full 48 hours later, dropped him from his contract. Really sad. That's really hoping. Really hoping Jocks George LeBlanc is going to come out of retirement to beat the shit out of him one last time <laughs> for the first time. But yeah, after dropping, I'll get I'll get over it. I'll be fine. Yeah, after dropping <laughs> racial slurs against George LeBlanc. Did he? Yeah. Really? I didn't I, see that. Apparently, I didn't the, hear apparently that. the claim was uh, Sean Avery dropped racial slurs, which we're obviously not going to fucking say on this podcast. Um, against you know George Rock, and ever since then he wanted to come out of retirement and beat the absolute piss out of him. <laughs> I can definitely see it happening too. Yeah, yeah. Good, good old Sean Avery though. One of the one of the greatest quotes in NHL history, talking about Martin Brodeur. Fat so there forgot to shake my hand. I guess and you know in the, in the line when uh, the Rangers eliminated the Devils <laughs> back in what 2012. It's been quite a bit. It was, it was a while ago, but... 12 or was the... Classic line right there. 12 or 14. <laughs> call, imagine, call him one of the top three goaltenders of all time. Just call him a fatso straight up in an interview. <laughs> classic Sean Avery right there. Yeah, because, you know, Sean Avery's a little cut. <laughs> Let's uh, move on to a little bit sadder news. You know, end it off with some happy news. Uh, a statement from Kyle Dubas. Uh, I regret to inform our fans that Rodian Amirov, I, I apologize for my pronouncing that wrong, has been diagnosed with a brain tumor. Oh. Uh, Rodion commenced at the 21-22 season with the Salvant UFA of the KHL, but suffered an injury to open the season. During the course of his recovery from this injury, he developed some new unrelated symptoms that required ongoing extensive investigations over the last few months. Rodion is currently undergoing treatment at a medical facility in Germany and will not return to play for the remainder of the season. Our medical staff has been involved throughout the process alongside UFAs, and we are in direct contact with the facility on an ongoing basis to, to monitor his treatment and care. Rodion has the complete support of the Toronto Maple Leafs organization, and we will continue to ensure he receives the best care possible throughout this prospect process. Sorry. Out of respect for Rodion and his family, the club will not have any further comment at this time. Which, that's honestly the best thing to do. Yeah. Mm, you know, yeah let, just, let, them, let them go, have, let them struggle, you know, not let them struggle, but you know. Let, 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 them, let, let them make their own decisions medically that might benefit Let, let them best. decide what they want to announce and what they want to keep privately. And then support them all the way through, which is yeah. by, by far the best thing that anybody or any individual Just, can, yeah. can, can make. So, mm. all right. Uh, let, now let's move on to the, uh, more positive news. More positive, yes. <laughs> um, since Marty St. Louis hire up in Montreal, Cole Caulfield... Well, this was as of Thursday night, the 24th. Cole Caulfield has had six goals and ten points in seven games. And before then, he's only had one goal in 30 games to start the season. So That's crazy. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he, like he was one of my original picks to be a contender for the Calder this year. What was Cole well, Caulfield? So yeah. I think I, I also agreed with you in pregame, pregame mm. uh, or preseason predictions. So hopefully this is a sign that he – can have get more have, have more success as he the season goes continues. Yeah, no, uh, a milestone. One more milestone uh, compared to last season with Patrick Marlowe breaking the all-time games played in uh, NHL history. Zdeno Chara breaks the all-time defenseman games played, breaking Chris Chelios' uh, games of 1,160 uh, 1,651. As Zdeno Chara played his 1,652nd game on Thursday, 
and a 4-3 loss to the San Jose Sharks. Shootout loss to the San Jose Sharks. Char recorded one shot and a goal, one shot, sorry, one shot on goal in 16 minutes and 26 seconds of time on ice, which for his age, his size, that's that's yeah, good. that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's really good. especially at the. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of missed the trash can. I'll take the blame on that one. Um, especially. No, that's my fault, boo. I'm I'm loud as fuck. You know this. Hey, man. me too. It's hard when you're the furthest from the trash can. You're like he shoots and he misses. <laughs> yeah, for that's impressive, especially at his age. Age and size. Yeah. Um. So um, let's let's move on to one retire uh, number of retirement that happened this season or this week. Pekarene. Pe- yeah, uh, first player to be have his number retired by the Nashville Predators franchise. Definitely deserved. Yeah. That, that's no question. Absolutely. It's deserved. I'm Easily well deserved. It's one of those things where it's, you know, really sad to see him go. He has been, ever since I started watching hockey, one of my top five favorite goaltenders. I've, I have, I've had mad respect for this goaltender forever. And it honestly, it brought a few tears to my eyes when I saw that banner, when I saw his number That's raising how I around. No, no, no disrespect whatsoever to Pecorini. I did get a little bit more emotional during with, Lundquist's. I did too. But I, it, my, it, it, was, it was, it got a little emotional walking watching my, that my, my one thing is, why didn't this happen earlier so, in the season? Yeah. This was your franchise goaltender for so long. He, he carried your franchise on, the, on, his, on his back for so long. Why didn't this happen earlier in the season? Who were they playing in this game? Uh, I'm sure. I'm probably sure. I'm sure it has to do some connection. Like he did, they did Lundqvist in, in front of Minnesota. Dallas. You know, with his buddy Matsugurello there. That's why. They, that's why they chose that game a little bit later in the season. Well, Dallas, which was a Central Division rivalry. Uh, that could be. Which a, I, which I get, well, but maybe. I just, maybe he just chose when he wanted to go out. Maybe well, he was just he said drafted by Dallas. No, he he's played his whole career. Did he play his whole career in Dallas? Yeah, maybe. I'm like I said. I'm starting to wonder if he just said it's my time to go. He just told coach I don't want to play anymore. Yeah, drafted no four by Nashville. Yeah. Just his age and yeah, age and when you're old like that as a goaltender, it fucks you up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, mean old, old for a goaltender is 34, depending for old for skaters like 38, 39. Yeah. Well, but then again, you you get the shit shit kicked out of you as a goaltender. Oh fuck yeah. So that's what all. were we talking the other a uh, couple weeks ago? And we were saying that the average slap shot of a hockey player is like 95 to 102 100. miles an hour. And it's like, man, being close to 40 years old and taking those type of shots, you're fucking insane. Yeah. You're insane for doing it regardless. I don't give a fuck what age you well, are. Well, I mean, <laughs> if you make the money to be insane, I'm going to do it. Well, it looks like you just got to make the money then, right? Yeah. So one, 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 one or two last things to uh, wrap it up before we jump into the, the main topic. Uh, out of these, I was going to ask you guys, out of the top 10 trade bait players on the trade bait, TSN trade bait board out of the at NHL Breakers, out of the top 10, which one do you see most likely being able to be signed by the Penguins? Uh-oh. We got, what, Jacob Churchrin, Ben Chariot, Claude Giroux, Tom, Tomas Hurdle, John Klingberg, Mark Giordano, Justin Braun, Alexander Georgiev, Colin Miller, and Pavel Zaka. I'm going to go Klingberg. Out of Dallas. I'm going to go Klingberg just because... I was thinking Pavel Zaka. Well, Klingberg... I think, I think Zach would be a very easy one-for-one trade with, for Casper Cabin. Yeah, well, also, Klingberg, you know, being a little bit younger than a lot of the, you know, Penguins roster, it would be one of those things yeah. where... Klingberg's he, a little older. Well, but. but you can get him for a two-year contract, you know, and he would be good on, the like, of the Malkin... 
Crosby line. You know, drop Rusty to the second line and have a Cros have you know Crosby as your center. Uh, fucking Malkin and what's his face on each side of Crosby. Um, I'm I'm gonna kind of go back to the blue line, and I, I'd say either Chitron or Giordano. I just thought Chitron too. Just just because you know the Penguins are are fucking sold with four depth. Yeah. They they have so many options to pick from. Yeah, but I, I only said Pebbles that because I like I said I think he could be a perfect one for one deal with Casper Kapanen. As much as Casper has yeah. been struggling this season, has what two points in the past sixteen games or something like that. Ever since Malkin's return, he's been struggling. Yeah. Pre Malkin's return of the season, he's been good. Yeah. Mm. It just he had Malkin, well, since Malkin came back. But I'm I'm looking for more for depth because as of right now, we only have seven defensemen who are easily available to step up. That seventh defenseman being Peel Joseph. Yeah. But it'd also be nice to get a nice, solid defenseman in there. Yeah. Look, look back at our, our 17 cup run. Our seventh defenseman was Mark Strait. Yeah. Which was, he, he was a solid seventh defenseman. Yeah, and solid. So have, adding in that other he, know, he, veteran. He, he became the sixth when the tank went down. Yeah, but regardless, like, he, you know, adding somebody like Mark Giordano to our blue line. And you know, ha- pairing him up with an extra extra skater as in Pio Joseph definitely adds that very veteran experience that you know any team yeah, needs. Yeah, you're, to you're pay put him on that third line, that third yeah. defensive line next to Rue Weedle. Or, or like, like drop Pedersen down to be the seventh defenseman and have like Matheson, Marino, and Rue Weedle and Giordano. Uh, you, you guys have yeah. all heard def- uh, defense wins championships, right? Yes, yeah. best, def- defense, def- best defense is the best offense. Yeah, definitely build up that, that defensive core. Yeah. Adding a, a solid person. A, cu- a couple other big-name defensemen, uh, Damon Severson, Josh Mason, Josh Manson, sorry, and then Calvin DeHaan as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are other big names. Even Mark Stahl, you know, you know finished his last 15, 20 games, potentially the last 15, 20 games of his career in the, in the black and gold. Mark Stahl doesn't have much time left, let's be honest. Yeah. No, him, him the, and the, Eric the second oldest of the, the Saul brothers. So yeah, he's he's not gonna have enough time. But all right, moving on to your Buckbuster injury report. Coming out of the Buffalo Sabers, Henry Yogi Harju will not play. Did not play on Friday against the St. Louis Blues, and is considered doubtful for Sunday's matchup against the Dallas Stars. For Paul Hamilton of the WGR Sports Radio fifteen five fifty. Coming out of Chicago Blackhawks, somebody we just mentioned. Calvin DeHaan is currently out with an undisclosed injury and did not play Friday against the Devils per Ben Pope of the Chicago Sun-Times reports. Uh, coming out of Colorado, Bowen Byram is currently out with a head injury. He skated at the Avalanche's practice facility on Tuesday. That was per Adrian Dater of the ColoradoHockeyNow.com reports. Uh, coming out of Minnesota, Jordan Greenway is out with an upper body injury and did not play Thursday against Toronto, per Michael Russo of the Atlantic Reports. Athletic Reports, I apologize. Coming out of the Blue Coats, the New York Rangers, Patrick Nemeth is currently out. No comment or for a reason given there. Coming out of Ottawa, Josh Norris is on the injured reserve with a shoulder injury. He did start skating in a non-contact jersey as of Tuesday, per Bruce Garioch of the Ottawa Sun Reports. Coming out of Pittsburgh, obviously Teddy Bluger is still on the IR with a jaw injury, but he did skate uh, this past Sunday morning as part of the rehab process. 
uh, coming out of the San Jose Sharks. Eric Carlson, Kevin LeBlanc, both on the injured reserve. Carlson with a forearm injury and will be out for the for at least two more weeks, per Curtis Pischella of the San Jose Mercury News reports. And also Curtis Pischella of the San Jose Mercury News reports. LeBlanc with a shoulder injury is still about a month away from returning. Coming out of the Seattle Kraken, Jared McCann is currently on the IR. That's a place. big one. That was as of Thursday with an undisclosed injury. He did not play Thursday against Boston. Jaden Schwartz with a hand injury participated in on ice workouts Tuesday per Mike Benton of Sports Radio KJR. Is he the one who got the puck blocked with his hand? Was Jane that the Schwartz. game we were watching and he went to something happened and he immediately dropped his st- he dropped his cup. He's like, fuck. I think so. Is that the Sounds one? Right. Okay. I think that's the one I was watching the game and he got hit like right in the middle of the hand with a <laughs> slap shot and he immediately threw his glove down. He's like, motherfucker. He threw a stick and everything went down on the ice. Coming out of Vegas, Dylan Coughlin is out with an illness. Will not be in. Was not in Friday's lineup against the Coyotes, per Ben Gotts of the Las Vegas Review Journal reports. As well as Nolan Patrick on the injured reserve with an upper body injury was placed on the IR as of Thursday, per Cap Friendly. And that wraps it up for your Buckbuster injury report. Uh, there, there's one more thing that I know we forgot to mention earlier. Uh, the Friday night, uh, Friday night OHL game, Erie Otters and the uh, Saginaw Spirits game uh carson christian uh christie's injury oh Apparently yeah there's a, it, there, there's a i was trying to get i was trying to get the hot video of it i, I just missed it when i we, um, which which we'll look, look for uh the video here in a commercial break but uh apparently he got he had an awkward hit oh on he, he took an awkward hit against our tammy uh kulikov's hit oh which kulikov's now suspended indefinitely okay. until the ohl reviews the hits but uh, apparently, it sent Carson Christie to the hospital. Oh, he was. It, yeah. They had a big delay. Just well, he was, was stretchered it? out. Was it a hip? It was. was it, it was a hit. It was a wrong hit to the head. It Ooh. seemed on an accident, but he hit when he landed. He landed. He, he hit his head what? hard against the boards. Uh, so even it, being an Eriotters fan, was it a dirty hit? From what I saw, it looked like an accident. Like just kind of like. Kind of gone the way more than anything. Yeah, but uh, this is an update as of today, as of the day of recording, Saturday the twenty sixth. Carson Christie has been released from uh, Covenant Hospital this afternoon following an injury sustained in Friday night's game against the Erie Otters. Christie will now begin his road to recovery. Which I'm, uh, thought, thoughts and hopes goes out to I'm, him. I'm so I, I, scary. I, I don't give a fuck who you follow or who you like. Like that's shit. Like that scary. Oh, it, oh yeah. It was because because I. Because I went to the last night's, because um, it was a special event, the Otters were putting for season ticket holders. Um, they We had a watch party at the at the, the EIA Forest game, and it it was bad. Like, we all, everyone was just in, in, shock. in shock, and... Yeah, well... And I, I was, I'm like, it took them, like, at least... 10 minutes over 10 15 minutes just to get finally get to finally get him on the stretcher and get him get him off the ice oh, well and in a physical sport like hockey you know it's hard it's so it's different if it's football someone goes down on the ice and they immediately go out with him you know make sure he's up hockey it's a hell of a lot different 
you know, the refs go over, they make sure he's okay, and they're like, you know, you like I've seen refs get on their hands and knees kind of trying to talk well, to them while he's covering his and face. I, and all the, the trainers jump over the bench and go over. I, yes, that's, I have to exactly. give a shout-out to them because, like, both benches. Shout-out to athletic, like, running on ice in bare shoes. Like, yeah. You know, I, say both, like I say both. I say both. Not slipping and busting your ass. Well, I'm sure they have special shoes, but still. I no, said, there's no special suit shoes no. for really. No. I thought they had little like maybe, steel maybe, grips. Maybe uh, dress shoes, but that's cool. Because like, like Jeffy's in my experience on on ice with our our, our street shoes are is fucking. Well, yeah. I know. But they like make, for for somebody who's actually full on sprinting and actually goes well, out on yeah. purpose, well, that shit's scary. Well, I know they that make scary. they make a special type and of shoes. It's almost like an ice climber the shoe. And there's well, little nicks they, 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 they picks in them. They have something that like they put on rubber, and they're able to put. That's over what I their mean. Station. That's what I but, mean. Yeah. But these these athletic trainers don't have no. them because they more, more oh, often okay. than not they stay on the bench. So what? Why would you wear them if you don't have them? And yeah. I have to give shout out to trainers from both sides. They like both were there to help. The help, uh, like the check in on. As much as these two American teams might hate each other, that that the, they have so much respect for each yeah, other. Yeah, and on other side. like even Nolan Alon of Erie Otters, like he was over there, like checking in on, like he was standing over there checking in on him, like making sure he was okay and everything. Yeah, that's huge. I'm gl- I'm glad there he's gonna be re- releasing. Yeah. I I don't see him coming back this regular he's, season. He's, he's, no. he's probably done. He's done. So looking at the uh, that uh, Christie injury there, like, uh, like it's hard to I, say. I, I, here, here's the thing. Here's the really thing I'm not, from. really not trying to be biased, but it, it is yeah. hard to tell whether or not that was intentional. He, here's the thing I'm coming from. He's going. Akulakov is going up for a normal shoulder and shoulder. Like his intention, you can tell he's going for a normal shoulder on shoulder hits, which you know 95 yep. percent of the hits today are shoulder on shoulder. Like, there's no intention to injure him. He's trying to make a defensive play. I don't know what the fuck happened to make him, like, as Jeffy said, the, the, the way he went down, like, he might have went down awkwardly. He, he that, went down awkwardly, and then he hit, when he hit the board, maybe his just, head it, hit maybe the board. Maybe just kind of caught him off guard, and he lost his footing, and just kind of went down, which is kind of what looked like what happened. But it's it's really tough to say. I mean, I'm I'm really not trying to be biased here. As no. A, as an Erie Otters fan. I'm really not trying to be biased. But... Um, it's, it's tough. I, I don't know. That, something like that is just, it's, it's really tough to say, especially with the angle we, we've been shown. Yeah. Well, so. and it's hard because, you know, Jeffy was the only one who was watching it on the big screen, but it's, you know, if we were there, or if, you know, if there was an, o, if there's an OHL fan listening and you are at the game, any feedback would be grateful. Well, Normally, where we sit, like, we would have been able to see yeah. something like that, like, clearly, because it would have yeah. been on the other side of the ice, but, like... I mean, there, there's potential that we can even, you know, send that link to our Facebook page, and you guys can click on it, and you guys can give us your opinions on what you think. Was that intentional? Was it not? Yeah. Was it, it's suspension worthy, yes. Yes. But w- was it an intentional hit? That's, that's something you guys can take a look at yeah, and, and give your opinions on, and we can definitely even read your opinions on next week's episode. Yeah, and that's definitely the big debate right now is if, you know, if it's intentional or if it's unintentional, because, like, we saw the video, he was skating up the left-hand side, and to me it looked like a cross-check to the head. Just the it, way it he was, kind of moved it, his stick. Well, he, and then Colin called it, and he's like, oh, he was just kind of moving. To, he was going for the shoulder. He, did he, get, went to go he drop did get his a, shoulder. He went to go drop his shoulder, and he moved his stick, and that's when I, I saw he, I saw I, him I, drop the shoulder, move the stick, and here, I'm like, holy shit. Here, here's the thing i got to clarify. Kulikov is a left-handed shooter. Yes. Christian is a right-handed shooter. 
Kudagov hit him with his right shoulder. So uh, and the stick not, went up like this. The stick went yeah, up and out towards uh, the area otter. otter so it would have went this way. Yeah, it would have went the opposite way. So no sticks were involved. But again, it was a normal shoulder on shoulder hit. Yeah. yeah. So just just kind of maybe just caught him off guard. Yeah. Maybe it was a lot. Yeah. It was, again, it was I, a lot harder of a hit than he was anticipating well, for. Or he was he was looking back for the puck, and like it, it was kind of those ones that, that like the last second things were, were like. Okay. He, he looked and it was too too late to brace. Yeah, well, yeah, so I think it's the tough big to say, but like it is well, very tough. Well, I, the other big part of this, I think, we're kind of looking at is how he hit his head off the boards because we can't we can't see the way his neck snapped when he hit the board. That's where the camera angle is really bad because it kind of falls off the couldn't have been, It couldn't have been too serious if he was already released from the hospital. Yeah. No, yeah. no more than 24 well, hours later. Still, it's so. one of those things where that can come back to haunt him. He could get you know. Concussion protocol and shit like hockey is a very, very serious thing. And yeah. you can all back me up on this. Yeah, for sure. It's one I mean, of look, those look things Look at how many Sidney Crosby has faced in his career now. Well, and, it's, and, and with the spotters in the NHL nowadays, like, one, oh, yeah. one, one sketchy head, they're like, okay, pull this hair off the ice, take him to the dark room, yeah. and see well, what the fuck's going on. Well, the hard thing is, you know, if I'm skating to Colin and I go shoulder on shoulder with Colin and he hits his, you know, head left and up and he kind of snaps his neck and he's sitting against the corner of the ice with his head against his shoulder, and they're like, what the fuck's happening? It's hard yeah. for us because we can't see that angle. You know, it would be different if there was a different camera angle. We could see how he hit his head, That's you know. Maybe, like you guys said, the hit was too hard, and he wasn't anticipating I, the I'd like the to, I'd like to hear an opinion from from fans that were sitting right there yeah. in front of it. Like, how did it look to you guys? Yeah, clean or dirty is the big question. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, he did get the um, game is five-minute penalty, oh, no, and then did. the... And game misconduct. And now he's suspended indefinitely. Yeah. Uh, until the OHL officially looks at it and player safety set puts in their two I'm, I'm definitely going to say it's going to be at least about like a seven to eight game. I, I say, wouldn't say that much. I say, I, say, I'd say, I'd say one or two at most. I'm gonna like, get, honestly, it, it's, one, it's one of those things like he, he's going to step up. It's a one on two scenario with, with this defensive part of Bradley. Like, it's, it's a, a first time offense because yeah. Kokov's a rookie, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yes. you're right. But you, you expect any defenseman to make that play, regardless of OHL, NHL, or what the yeah. fuck have you. You expect any defenseman on any team to make that play. Well, I'm going to be honest. So. Colin said two to three. I'm going to push it to five. I say I'm gonna three. Say it's, I'm going to say it's not. I'm going to say they're going to look at it maybe tomorrow and Monday, figure out their decision, and then I'm going to say they're going to add an additional five games onto that. So I'm going to go okay. total. What? Here, here's the next thing. The uh, Erie Otters play once more tomorrow in Flint. Yes. And, then they, and then they're off to March 4th. Wow. When they have a home game. So okay. it's two well, they have a home stretch. Or no? I, no, he, Kulikov will not be dressed for the uh, February 27th game. Okay. But depending on what the OHL's decisions are, he might or might not be dressed for the home game on March 4th. Well, they okay. have the home, yeah, because they, they have a home game stretch um, this entire yeah. week. Yeah, starting March 4th, they have a home game stretch. But they have another, another like four or five street at home. Yeah, regardless of whether he pays or not, we'll be up what, to the Two against Flint, once against, I think, Sarnia. He, either way, like he, he's going to be out at least one game. Be, yeah, that's without question. Yeah. All right, moving on to this week's main topic. As promised last week and as mentioned last week, doing part two of our Guess Who. Um, that, hey, that rhymed. <laughs> I was completely unintentional. <laughs> just got lucky. But yeah, um, well, an update from the scores lucky. after last week. Bobo is currently in fourth with five points. Jeffy is in third with eight. Eleven. Eleven. Uh, Colin is currently in second with nineteen, and yours truly 
barely, barely clinging on to a one-point lead at 20. Um, as last week, I hope I'm Colin, going to start. I hope Colin kicks your ass. And we'll see, man. We'll see. I, I wouldn't promise it. <laughs> All right. Jump right into it. Right. My first one. Three points. I have won two cups, but neither one of them are with my current team. I'll let him pull up a guess real quick. Ten seconds, I'll give you the type, type in the name there. Five seconds. I can't think of. No? All right. Two points. I went undrafted in 2014, but signed with a California team. No, he doesn't have a single cup. Oh. <laughs> he said he won two cups. He won two cups, neither one of them with his current team. Went undrafted in 2014 by a California team and signed with a California team. I'll be nice and throw another hint. This is still worth two points. No longer plays for that California team. Was I at least on the right California? No. Was I on the right no. California team? No. Why am I not? Oh, he was drafted in Detroit. Oops. Yeah, this guy went undrafted. Well, my guy went undrafted, but he was drafted in Detroit, eh. so that's why. No, also doesn't have a cup. God damn it. <laughs> no, wait. I lied. I think he has one. Or... No, I think. No, okay. Wait, Never mind. I think who? I was right. Who? I think he has two. You're right. I apologize. No, he has two. He has two with that right. team. With, yeah. with his current team. Yeah. So he still, he still plays on that team. Yeah, but you're, you're right in a sense. Right, but, down to the yeah. one point. Or, Jeff, you have a guess? I don't think he has a cup. No, no. I thought so. Finally, both my cups were with the same team. I'll give you this in back-to-back years. So that pretty much takes you down to two teams. But also doesn't play for this that current team. Yeah, that's where I'm, my, that's where I'm oh, fucking floating. Nope, not him. Oh, fuck me, Jerry. Yeah, mm, fuck it. I don't know. The California team is what's throwing. That's, the two championships is what's the that's California why, team is what's throwing. That's why know. I showed him the person I did for two points. Colin got it. Hell yeah, baby, let's go. Tied up. As of right now, but you still have the advantage. Yeah. So. Oh fuck! I don't, up. I, I yeah. Don't know. It is Mr. Barclay Goudreau. Never would have guessed that. In Darn. a million years. Yeah, well, obviously won two cups back-to-back years with Tampa, just in 2021. Oh, I uh, was trading this past offseason. I can't remember what California team he went to be at. He went undrafted. San Jose. Signed with San Jose. Fuck! So I was with the right team. God, right wait. Team yeah, the first with. one I was with the right team. It's the right team that he signed with. I never said that he still played for that California I team. I know. Yeah, he said... I was... On the Sharks uh, and the Kings. So was I, because I showed Those are the two I was between. And right. Going in reverse order this week, moving on to Jeffy. Well, our, our normal order. Normal this order. is going to be... Reverse from last week. <laughs> yeah. 
This this player's gonna have four hints, just for you. Oh, four hints, okay. Um, so so four, four points potentially. Ooh. Ooh. Um, has twenty six playoff points as of right now. Probably a that can be fucking yeah. anybody. <laughs> Probably a defenseman. I'll just throw out a guess, just to get it, just just to try to take a huge lead here. No. Okay. Just a guess, just to get a, just to try to get a lead on there. <laughs> ah, fuck it. Nope. Yeah, I'm okay, gonna go say fuck it. No, nope. goddamn. Use it or lose it. So. Yeah, that's what she said. I was drafted in the 2015 third round, in the third round. So he's a young boy. Can mm. you give us the team, or is that too much? That's too much. Maybe. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, pass. I have won two OHL championships with two different teams. You and your goddamn OHL. Oh, two games. different teams. Never mind. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. That's a good one. You and your goddamn OHL hints. I, I should know this, but I'm out. Oh my God. I think he was in 20... I bet you any money he's in Ariana. <laughs> oh, let's go, baby! <laughs> <laughs> any fucking money he's two in Two points Ariana. right there. Wait. Uh, was that three? That was two. That's two points, okay. Ah, fuck it. Hey. Um. I know you're going to fight yourself in the foot if you don't get this one. I don't know. He's an eerie otter. I know that, but I can't think of who it is. Wait, hold on. I'm not saying anything. Maybe. Fuck me. All right. I won the game winner championship winning goal in the OHL. Oh, my God. Oh, my fucking God. I fucking hate myself for this. God damn it. I knew you would fight yourself in the foot. Are you fucking... Is it who I think it is? 2017, Erie Otters, game-winning championship. Son of a that. bitch. Fuck me. I don't think it would be this person, but... He didn't win it. Oh, he won He won the Western Conference, but he never won. All right, it was fuck An- it. Anthony Sorelli. Son of a bitch. Fuck me in the, the goddamn two, dick The hole. two OHL championships he won with was the Ottawa Generals... And then the Erie Otters. I knew he was a fuck. You and your goddamn he, Erie Otters. Sorelli was on the one at the 20th. Remember, this is also completely random, so. Yeah, <laughs> bullshit. You're just pissed off because you fucking suck. No, good, I'm just pissed off because he's out of four Erie Otters. Get good, scrub. I'm going to get good at kicking you in the dick. I already got... Guys, you got a fucking one point lead than me, you bitch. All right, you ready? That's why I said I knew you would fight your... For a three. <laughs> Born 97 in Russia, drafted in 15 to Philly. Oh. Drafted in 2015? Yes. Born in 97 in Russia. Yeah, Jeff, you got it. Oh, I got it too, baby. Let's go. (laughs) Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. That was quick. Failed I wasn't expecting you to get that. It's the only Russian right. player on Philly I can All right. Yeah, on. So Number I two. Could... Ready? Hold on. Give me ten seconds. Yeah, go on. Has not missed a game between 2016 and 22. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is another one I'm going to get myself. Yes. yes. All right. Third and last hint. Holds the second longest franchise record for games played. Like, second longest streak? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Nope. What'd you guess? You know who it was, Colin? <laughs> Ivan Provorov. Fuck! <laughs> Shit! The minute I said 2015, JP goes bing, and I'm like, holy I, shit! I mean, he was the only Russian that came that, to mind from Philly. I didn't think he was who, drafted that long ago, but he, I'm like, he's, I know he's Russian. He's the first name that came to mind. That's who I... I didn't realize I you took, I took, I took a guess. I took a guess to try to get a bigger lead. And it I stumped it Colin. Holy shit. I stumped Colin. <laughs> I should be proud of that one. Shut the fuck up, you dumb cunt. Jeffy got that one over you, bro. <laughs> guess what? I'm still in second, baby. It's all right. All right. I'm going to be in last for a while, Moving so on. don't worry about it. All right. Me. My first one. This player has two gold, play, uh, gold medals, one silver, and one bronze medal to his name. Two golds. It makes, makes me think Canada. Maybe even Russia. Mm, I think this one was already said. No. Okay. Uh, Maybe no, because the U.S. doesn't have a gold recently, I don't think. Is this all time or recently? All time. Okay. All time in this player's career. Okay. Is this just Olympics? Fuck. Oh, not, not, not Olympics, but, like, World Juniors. Oh, you know, shit. I, wanna, I thought Olympics. Uh, WIHF. Okay. I thought Olympics. That's why I gave my guess. See, he wasn't around long enough to... Mm, okay. Um, makes sense. All right. Uh, my, for the two points, between the 20, uh, 2017 and 2018 postseasons, he has tied Alex Ovechkin in goals on the road. Ooh, I nice. just saw this too, and I thought. So between the two postseasons in seventeen and eighteen, he has tied Alex Ovechkin in goals on the road. I'll give you ten seconds. I know this is the only team I think has gone far enough in the playoffs to be able to do that. That's. I'm gonna take it. I remember seeing this somewhere. I remember. This is just going to be a shot from the dark because I thought I recognized the name. Oops, that's just a couple letters. I thought I recognized the name. <gasps> no, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I thought he had it for a second. <laughs> God All right, damn. And then for the one point guess, in his career, he's only been suspended once for four games, which he carried into the next season. Jeffy knows it. I'll, I'll wait for Jeffy to put his guess in. Because I, I, I feel like Jeffy knows oh, it. Oh, I know, I know this, too. I've heard this. So have I. L little hints. I remember which... Yep, Jeffy got it. So, uh, I'll, I'll give you guys a little hint. Remember, which big suspended happened in the second round in the 21 postseason? Just recently, we t and we talked about it for a while too. Okay. 
right, I don't think that's right, because I don't remember, but no. No. They didn't even make the fucking playoffs. Well, close to the The answer is Mr. Mark Shifley. Never would have guessed that either. (laughs) Sorry, I don't know my hockey players. Alrighty, uh, Kyle. Round this next two. One is, I think this one's somewhat easy. Fuck. Well, it's going to be hard for um, me. Kind of, sort of. Um, for three points, my team lost the Stanley Cup final in my rookie year the season after I was drafted. We were just talking about it. What, I feel like we were just talking about Yeah. It. I don't know. No. I know we talked about him. Damn. Uh, Kyle. No. You get the same team as Colin. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, because that's where my... I'll, I'll add on who he was drafted to in my second hint. Okay. All right, go with your next hint. It's two points. Drafted by Boston in 2011. But he's currently playing for his fourth team... And this is his first year with this fourteen. Drafted by Beantown. I'm out. Well, while we wait for Boba to, uh, to, to figure I out, fuck it. I can't think of anything. So before I third guess, but uh, before I third guess, Kyle, um, you, you've heard of uh, Sassitude, right? The, the, Sassitude. Yeah, Sassitude, right? Correct. right. So this is the group here that I will, will donate. Oh, not donate, but will will supply out any uh, local business who provides, you know, sarcasm and and you know any attitude kind of things. Obviously, here in studio, we never use any sarcasm, right? No, no yeah. never. Why? No, 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 never. So not, not, why would Buckbusters using sarcasm? No, no, no. Sassitude and sass here will will go to any local business. That will, you know, provide SAS and will actually help them project their their, their sales here and and, and and sarcasm pretty much. And everybody knows by now we're probably one of the biggest podcasts that use fucking sarcasm in here. No, no. Okay, you I'm mean sorry. like you mean like the fact that we you know love Tom Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, go check them out uh, Sassitude or S A S S. And, you know, they, they will support local businesses, guys, by the way. So, uh, go check them out. You know, we're, we're a big fan. Uh, we're, everybody in studios here is a big fan of lo- uh, supporting local businesses. So, go, yeah, ch- go check out Sassitude here. Um, they, they, will, they will help, you know, local small businesses yeah, here. Yeah, sure. Third and final hint. My current jersey number is seven. Past jersey numbers have been 19 and 27. No. Worth a shot. Is this current number seven? I know he he's different from his former team that he has played on.
down. Not a bad guess, though. Not a bad guess. I was going to say, because once you, you said the number and it kind of... Same team that lost that year. Yeah, you hit, once you hit the number... He was on that team when they lost that year. Fuck. Yeah, once you said that number, I was like, I know who's 19. I'll show Colin. Yeah. Oh. Can I take a guess, just now that we're out of guess, can I just take a shot in the dark vocally? Since no one knows? No. Wait for I I said, um... He said he's done. No. I was going to guess Klingberg. Nobody? Nope. We're all out. It is Doogie Hamilton. Oh, fuck. Uh, shit! Oh, shit, Taki. Alright. I'm from Hollidaysburg, Pennsylvania. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all helpful. Oh! <laughs> 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 yeah. Let's fucking go, baby. <laughs> Are you still I'm, in? I'm out. You're out. Uh, Just waiting on both. Hold on. I think I know who it is. Because I think I've heard... Shot the Jerk? Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! I remember somebody was from PA and I'm like... I couldn't remember who it was. You know it's sad when Bob will get something before I do. Well, and the, well, here's the thing, because you know every time I watch a game, they kind of announce where they're from, and I'm like, I just kind of remember being at a game, and I'm like, fuck, I know that number, um, you know. I can give him a, I could give him a big hint, but it would set him off and piss him off. <laughs> All right, I've played at least 110 games so far. Yeah, that doesn't fucking help me at all. But I'm going to text Kyle my hint if he doesn't get it. That'll be my fourth hint for zero points. I don't want to help this motherfucker. I barely have a lead. No, you you have a pretty wealthy league. You're nine points to my two. Oh, damn. Th this round. Go ahead, Jeffy. What's the third hint? And I was traded earlier this season. There's so many fucking <laughs> trades. What do you mean? It's a one-for-one. One. It's a one-for-one. Just fucking say it, dumbass. Sam Lafferty. You know, my oh, the only reason I knew that because I knew when he came to Pittsburgh, I knew that they said he grew up a very short amount yeah. away from Pittsburgh. Yeah. You know so what? I, was, like, well, I, I, I didn't think he was from the holidays, bro. I took a shot I, in the fucking head. Yeah, you know what? I was, I was, okay. Know After I guessed it, my hint was going to be... They say stumped you okay. then. <laughs> After I guessed it, my hint was going to be you hate this person with the same last name. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> That was going to be my hint, and I literally just texted Kyle at two. I'm like, yeah, here's my hint to call him. All right, All right, let me pull up my notes. All right, ready? This one has, I think, four. Or just a really long one, one of the two. Born 1989 in Canada, drafted in 08 to L.A. Dude, I'm on fire tonight, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm on fire. 
Okay, you guys done? Oh, hold on. Try one more. I'm sorry, I, I want to write Cal score down before I can. Just yeah, it. Jeffy got it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you didn't just break your phone. I'm gonna fucking break something. <laughs> There it is. Okay. Let's go. For Colin. Oh, no. Is oh, it no. cracked? It's not cracked. Okay. <laughs> okay. For Colin, number two. Has one James Norris and two Stanley Cups with LA. These when it's been on lay long. I have two cups. All right. Ready? Well, hold on. Because there, there are three players that come to mind, but none of them were drafted in 08. Well, he was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, because it was 05, 04, and 07. But this no. one was 08. Yeah, but what the fuck do you... Okay, you ready for the last hint? Or you have want to take a guess. Go ahead. <laughs> Made NHL All-Star Rookie Team and Olympic All-Star Team in 2014. You're going to kick yourself for this one, too, if you don't get it. No. <laughs> you know who it is? Mr. Drew Doughty. <laughs> yeah. Is that one of the one you're thinking of? No. So I was thinking Ozzy Kopitar, Dustin Brown, and Johnny Quick. The, those were... Dustin Brown and Quick were my roots. Yeah, I, but I was, I was like, Brown is 05, Quick was 07, so I was like, there's no fucking way. And then, uh, then but, last minute, I, I'm like... Daddy. <laughs> yeah, Drew Doughty was drafted in 08. He was one of the few that were drafted to L.A. in 08. Do I even want to keep going on now? Because of <laughs> Well, hey, we have... All right, we have four more to do. We have I'm five more to on do. Roll, I'm on a roll right now, so... All right. Yeah, there's no way I'm fucking catching you, Kyle. Because, you know, so far this round, you're beating me 12 to 2. <laughs> there's no way I'm getting first. <laughs> Hey, you're going to get... And, and Jeffy, and Jeffy... A, lot, a lot of my last ones are pretty easy, so, I mean... Yeah. Well, that, that doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> uh, well, hey, that's what she said. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, I'm going to make my last couple. Oh, that's... Well, we have, what, three more to do? I have I have four more, but after this round, we have three. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what I meant. After this round, uh, yeah, after this round, we have three more. All right. So, my, my second one... He's currently a two-time Stanley Cup champion winner with two different franchises. So he's four all together? No. Two. So he has one, he's won two with two different teams. Yeah, he's won two, one with, two, with two different teams. Yeah, he's won one with two different teams. Nope. Mm. I, w I would have said three then, Jeffy. I said, I remember two. That's why I have, like, two teams in the last... Why. No, but no. This is this is overall. So a two-time Stanley Cup champion with two different teams overall. Mm. I don't know. No. Win the cup. Pass. Yeah. All right. Second guess. He would play for six different franchises during his NHL career, and is currently active. With the sixth. Uh, is it who we all fucking pick on? No. No. He doesn't have a cup. He doesn't have a cup. Oh. me oh. just wants to Google who's played on six different NHL franchises. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alexa, who's played on six different NHL franchises? Boom! 
Go fuck yourself, Bobo. <laughs> Stop trying to cheat, you piece of shit. <laughs> pass. Yeah. yeah, pass. All right, last one. Here's a captain for a franchise that had recently moved. Recently moved. Like, moved from City A to City B. He was the captain for City B. Was the captain for City B? He was the captain for City B. No. I get it. <laughs> Shot in the dark? Yeah. He's still active, but not with that franchise. I oh, say we're, we're done after this round. <laughs> <laughs> because there's no fucking way any of us are going to catch up with Kyle. Alright, fucking. I had to go on Google and just. Cause I don't know any I of don't. them, but. Well, that's not really. A, oh, no. No. Oh, sure. Okay. Because that was my kind of first thought, and I'm like, they moved, they became this, and then I'm like, I couldn't Jeffy? think of his name. Yeah, I'm out. It was Andrew Ladd. Who the fuck he, is he? He, he was, uh, he was the captain of Winnipeg with? when they switched over from Atlanta. So fuck! He, so he won the Stanley Cup with the Islanders in 06 and Chicago in 10. That's what I was, that's what I was I talking about. I had no idea. Yeah, he he was I a part of the Lancer franchise as soon as we moved, they moved up to Winnipeg, oh. and was named the captain the first year. Yeah, Winnipeg okay. back. See, my first mind went to a current captain. Like I thought he was a captain with Atlanta, no, and, and then he became the you know still being captain with Winnipeg and still kept playing. No, and th now he's in Arizona. Okay. So okay. All right, guys, we're going to change it up a little bit. We all have a bunch left, but I'm bottom of the barrel. So how we're going to do this is Jeffy, Kyle, and Colin are basically all neck and neck. So how well, we, well Je Jeffy and I are neck and neck. Kyle's kind of Kyle, under. So how we're going to do this is I have three players left, and we're going to do a double or nothing. Every point's going to be worth double. I have, like, again, three questions. Everything's double or nothing. Winner so, take off. So... The three point. point is worth six, the yeah, two point is a, worth four, the one point is worth two. So the reason why we're doing this is because, you know, now we're down to the final three players. The points updates is Bo was an eight, Jeff's an 18, I'm at 21, and Kyle's at 33. So if, I don't know, dude. I'm on fucking fire tonight, man. I, I so am, too. If, if, Kyle, <laughs> if Kyle can get, like, one or two more three-pointers, or old three-pointers, right, he's got the win. Yeah. So ultimately, what it is, it's down to Jeffy and I. Which, yeah. Well, with Jeffy being on fucking fire right now. Jeffy's probably going to take second place. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah, you don't know. So, all right. well, well, with how, how on fire you are, right. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll give you guys are ready. I'm ready. All yeah. right. For six points, born in 97 USA, drafted to Chicago in 06. Chicago in 06? Or, I'm sorry. Born, I mixed two of mine up. I'm sorry. Um, born ninety, born eighty eight USA. Drafted to Chicago 07. Hell yeah! Let's go, go baby! Jeffy got it. Fuck you all got it. <laughs> nope. Damn. <laughs> My other two hints are his trophies, and it was. Uh, it is, by the way, Patrick Kane. Yes. So, all right. 
That's even Fox? drafted. He was nine years old. I was yeah. like, wait a second. Hold no, on. I'm no, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> then that's I have a, no, my, the next There's no one, way he's that fucking good right now. The next one I have for born 97 USA, drafted to Chicago in 16. Repeat that. Born 97 in the United States, drafted Chicago in 16. <laughs> Kyle got it. Back to back. Well, those are easy as hell. Yeah, my next one's not going to be so. Next one's not that easy? No. I only have like two sentences. Let's see if Jeffy gets it. Ten seconds, Jeffy. Oh. Seven. Six. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> my other two my other two hints were gonna be second youngest Blackhawks player in history to score a Hattie, and he's also the second youngest to score forty goals in a season. Oh wow, yeah. So no wonder why he has the eight yeah. for a reason. But that was worth six, not three. Yeah, yeah. So there were six apiece. So I only saw you worked out three points for the yeah. Right. Well, no, because I, I, I had to figure out where my cross was for oh, the okay. tallies, so that, that's why. Uh, all right, let me figure out which one I'm going to... All right, here we go. Born 82 in Finland, drafted in 04 to Nashville. Born in 82? 82 to Finland. Actually, you know what? Uh, hold on. I'm gonna. I misread that one. I'm sorry. I know. So does does my guess count? Cause no, misread. it does not. Okay. So this one will be born '86 U.S. drafted in '05 to L.A. You said '86. Uh, born '86 in the U.S. Right? Yes. Drafted '05 to L.A. Bam, bam. Oh, god damn. Colin's keeping it, keeping it close. I have a few more, so. We'll keep, we'll... No. Oh. Alright, that's official. Well, either way, it's official now. Yeah. How many points do you have to lead right now? So. It should only be 8 or 12. It should only be like 8. As Colin is doing the math, doing the math right now. All right. Anyways, Jeffy, do you want to keep going? Yes. He, either way, if we, he gets this four point, I think he's still in it. So. Well, no, because like I, I got the six, so I, I got another. So two this one, on. how about this? I only have one more hint for him, so this one will be worth another six. I have one more hint for him. Current trophies include two Jennings, one Con Smythe, and two Stanley Cups with the same team. Keep in mind, he was drafted in 05 to L.A. I'm surprised you both got that off the first one. I thought that was going to be one of my more difficult ones. And I just knew he's American. Yeah. Jeffy got it. And that, it was Jonathan Quick. Yeah. It was Johnny Quick. I knew, it was, I knew it was between Quick and Kopitar. Yeah. That's why I yeah. had a... 
that, that, that about wraps it up, though. Uh, so, fi final standings stay the same. I'm not going to go over the points because that's too much math for me right now. <laughs> but um, fourth place is Bobo. That's why he kind of was. The, hey! That's that's kind of why he was the unofficial judge. The, the third part, or the fourth party, I guess. Yeah. Uh, third place is Jeffy. Second place is myself and Shocker. Kyle's on fire. Oh, Kyle was on fire tonight. <coughs> I was too. So how many did I get on the first hint? Like five or six tonight? Five. No, on the first hint. <laughs> We, we all got six up until the last question. He's saying in total tonight, how many did he get off the first hit? How many total go? did they get off the first hit? Like I thought it was quite four a, or five. Quite a, quite I think it was five. Like, I was on fire, man. Cool. <laughs> all right, so the, that's the end of our, our main topic for, for this week's episode. Uh, as most of you guys probably know by now, uh, everybody here in the studio is going to the game in Columbus where the Columbus Blue Jackets host the Pittsburgh Penguins at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, we're we all going to do our normal bets or quote unquote bets. Who do you think is going to win? And for a tiebreaker, just in case we're all all right, who do you think is going to get the goals mm. uh, for both sides? So, so, Kyle, why don't you start off? Who do you? I got the Penguins winning six to three. Ooh. For Columbus, I got Boone Jenner, Sean Corrali, and Jack Borchek getting the goals. On Pittsburgh side, I got big game from the first line: Crosby and Gensel each getting two. Kapanen proving us wrong, getting one, and Brian Dumoulin getting one. Okay. Jeff, here you go. Um, my position is Penguins winning at 5-2. Um, for Penguins goals, I have Jeff Carter, Jake Gensel, Brock McGinn, Rodriguez, and Sid. Okay. And then for the Blue for the Blue Jackets, I have Patrick Alaine and Oliver. Um, I forgot Alaine's been a fire recently. Yeah. 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 I forgot yeah. about that. And, yep, so. and Oliver Baraksistan. Bur Borkstrand, yeah. Borkstrand. Oh, okay. So, I did mine by period. So, first period, I got Crosby and Rusty getting one apiece, and I have Borkstrand getting one. Second period, Penguins have been shit. Second period, I have Line A tying it at two. Third period, I have Malkin and Line A scoring, and overtime, I have Jake and Bake taking okay. away the game. Dude, if we, dude, I can't handle another fucking overtime. <laughs> I've been to, f what, two? Two. two. Three out of the six hockey games I've been to this year have gone to fucking overtime. Like, I can't deal with any more overtime. Three? You've been... I had the, the Otters oh, home open oh, went to overtime, and then the two Penguins games I've been to this season have both gone to overtime. <laughs> so, yeah. thankfully for you, Kyle, I have ours and regulation, but Pittsburgh take it four to two. Ooh. Uh, two from Gensel, one from Crosby, one from Malkin, and Apples... For the tiebreaker, just in case it goes that far, from Rust, Crosby, Malkin, Latang, and for Columbus, Patrick Lyon and Max Domi. Domi, Domi, Domi. All right. I forgot he was a. So moving on to the to the games of the week, games to watch watch for. We've done that in a few weeks, so let's get back into that. Yeah. So Kyle, I know you got to start it off. Yeah. Not not many big games on Monday, so just skipping over to Tuesday, March first. Big game at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Calgary Flames visiting the Minnesota Wild. Calgary is currently 30, 14, and 6. Minnesota is 31, 15, and 3. Um, Calgary is currently first in their division. Minnesota is currently third in their division. Um, in the league, Calgary is right ahead of Minnesota at 9th, and Minnesota being 10th. I'll be honest so. with you. I have Kirill getting 2, and I have Minnesota winning 4 2. Minnesota winning? I have I Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. So, I have Wednesday, March 2nd. The game that caught my eye, there's no, again, Wednesdays, there's not a lot of hockey games, surprisingly, because that's normally their biggest day of the week. I got the Blues and Rangers. 
and I know I'm Blues not versus the blue coats. Blues and blue coats, <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna go the underdog. I'm gonna say the Rangers. I'm gonna say the Rangers three two. You think they're the underdogs in that game? I no, do. The, the Blues are really. Uh, as of right now, the, uh, the Rangers are second in the division. Third in the division with their loss to Pittsburgh. Sorry, third in the division, but sixth in the league right now. Okay. Whereas the Blues currently are, oh, actually, they're second in the division, but they're also eighth in the league. That's so why they, I'm, that's they, why they're, yeah, they're three point, uh, the Blues are three points behind okay. the Rangers, but with a game in hand. Yes. Well, that's why I'm taking the Rangers as the underdog, because they don't have that game in hand. So I'm taking the I'm taking you, the Rangers. You I'm, you can't really take that one game in hand for non-divisional matchups. True. It'd be different if it was like five games in hand, but yeah, for one game, like, that, you're not gonna you're not gonna make much ground. Yeah. I mean, something. I mean, yeah. that, that two points is gonna help, but they're not gonna overtake yeah. it. All right. I, I'm I'm taking the Rangers. I mean, Chris Kreider is other fucking worldly this yeah. season, yeah. man. And you know, putting you know, um, he had put Banajad and Panarin all in the same lineup too. They had good shots. I think Rangers take this one, no problem. Yeah, um, I'm going with the Rangers again. I'm like, gonna I also go... got Bennington slashing another yeah. person stick and being a fucking crybaby as well. Again, I'm gonna go or right. taking <laughs> or taking see, a big old flop. See, St. Louis is one of those teams where they're like silent but deadly. You know, they're one of those teams where they might be down three and out, but at the same time they can put up those three goals within a blink of an eye. So that's why I'm taking this into overtime. And again, I'm going to go 3-2 OT because it's going to be a low-scoring, high-defensive game. All right, Jeffy, who do you have? Um, I have March 3rd, so Thursday's game. I have bought the Boston Bruins taking on the Vegas Golden Knights. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Boston's currently 30-17-4, and, and Vegas is 29-19-4. And, and Boston's currently in the wild-card spot with Washington. Um, in the Eastern Conference, and uh, Vegas is third in their, their division, yep. so third in the Pacific. So yeah, honestly, I'd, if another bo- I'm going, I'm I'm gonna go Beantown. I gotta go Beantown on I that. Go Vegas. I gotta go Vegas. As much as I'm not a Boston, I'm gonna side with Bobo and go Beantown. As much yeah. okay, as much as I dislike Boston being another fan of the black and gold. You know, you have Marsha so you have fuck oh my god the rat you have all these McAvoy, great you have Bergeron. all these great offensive all this great offensive firepower with Beantown. Vegas has been hit or miss this year. Vegas has been very very they're either great they're either great offensive so here's <laughs> no, here's, what, well, here's what I've noticed argue. with Vegas. They're either great offensively or they're great defensively. There's no Double side in that they weren't like they were two or three years ago, where they had the firepower that they had. Every single aspect of their exactly. game was amazing. Yeah. So now they're kind of turning into the next. Their, their goaltending has been the same. Their goaltending yeah. has really changed. Laner is still a solid goaltender. Yeah, when, well, he's when, he's healthy. when he's healthy, when he's healthy. Yeah. that's the thing. Honestly, these two teams in, in, are. In Brisson has been looking these, pretty solid recently. These two teams are very, very similar in their structure. Either one team's going to play great offense, and the other's going to play poor defense, or vice versa. The goaltending is going to be solid on either side. It's who's going to get more shots on goal. Who's going to say I can take this Who, shot? Whose offense it? can take over? Pretty exactly. Much versus, uh, and overpower it's, the defense. It's, it's well, like a game. Whose defense is going to give well, up first? This is like a game of tug of war. Who has the fat motherfucker on the end of the rope pulling? <laughs> Literally. You know how many times I've been in that loop? Like, Come here, big boy. You're pulling. I'm like, fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> Brad Marchand might be that big boy on the end of the rope. Like, Come on, motherfuckers. Let's do this. Let's make that Get your ass. fucking nose. Hold you down, baby. Let's go. And that nose is enough weight to carry the whole team. <laughs> or at the, sa- or at, the- at the same time, going over to Vegas, 
It might be, oh my god, right off of Vegas player. Pacioretty. There, Max Pacioretty. Stone. He might be the big the, guy. The big, uh, bigger boy, Petrangelo. Petrangelo. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of Petrangelo. <laughs> you know, Alex Petrangelo might be that big guy on the other end and be like, all right, let's pull, let's use my weight and pull this way. It's going to be a very, very hit or miss battle. But again, I have Beantown by two. Okay, moving on to the final game to watch for the, for the week. Friday, March 4th. It's a battle of the top two in their, their respective division, as of right now. It's the Pittsburgh Penguins, hosted by the Carolina Hurricanes. Oh, shit. Right now, the Penguins are 32-14-8, with a big win coming off today against the Bluecoats, 1-0, versus the Carolina Hurricanes, which, who are 36-11-4. As much as I hate to say this, I have the Canes by two. Because you, but, the Canes have been blowing people out of the fucking water. As, no pun intended. Comparatively, like uh, offense to offense, Carolina definitely does have more of a start-start offense and uh, a, a consistent start-start offense versus Pittsburgh. But when it comes down to a defense, yeah. who do you have in the blue line? Pittsburgh will win it all the way, regardless of which one of the seven defensemen you put in. They're going to have a much a much better defensive core than your Carolina Hurricanes. And that's what's going to, you know, kind of make a, make a break. As, as good as Freddie Anderson might be in that, or as good as, you know, your forward core might be for the Hurricanes, Freddie Anderson can only do so much. The forward core can only do so much. And that's where Pittsburgh will take the advantage, 3-2 to two in that hockey game. Well, keep in mind, we played Carolina a few weeks ago, we got blown out of the fucking water. Yeah, because our defense didn't show up. We only lost by one, didn't we? No, we lost, it was like 4-1. Either way, we lost by one that game. Either, no, either way, whether we lost by three or we lost by one, our defense didn't show up to that game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what it's going to come down to: is how well will our blue line, uh, will the Penguins' blue line hold up against our star-studded Carolina offense? That's good. And that, that's what's going to be make or break to you. And I but, hate getting so fucking into it, but you know that's that that's the way it's going to be. Yeah, okay. they, they only lost by one, four to three. But okay, so I, I, I think that this, I think this is gonna be Penguins rebound game. They're yeah. they maybe very, very similar score, three to two, four to three. Great. But I think this will be Pittsburgh's rebound game and show them who show them, show them who's boss. Yeah, well, Chris, here's Chris the thing, and that that defensive core yes. will bounce back. Yeah. Will okay. Lead to the as much. Truly uh, the here's the my beast. okay. Here's my biggest problem with the defense. I love Chris Letang to death. He's a very hit or miss defender. He's either, like, I'm going to quote my stepdad because he's the same way I am about Chris Letang. He loves him or he hates him. He's, he's more hate. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I get a text from my stepdad, Paul, and he's like, dude, are you watching this game? Chris Letang, he's like, well, it's that. Or he's like, Chris, Chris Letang is being amazing and he's actually do, putting in the work. You know, and I'm very hit or miss with Letang. Don't get me wrong. I grew up watching Letang and I've always had respect for him. But it's kind of been dawning on me that the past few games I watched, a lot of their goals have been more on his side of the ice. He either tries to reach his stick and the puck goes under his stick, or he tries to reach a leg out. He doesn't get his body there. He's an older guy, you know, skating on the fucking defensive blue line. So, if Latang plays a good game and he has a good defensive pairing with them, they win. As long as Chris Latang can keep his shit in the toilet, they win the game. I like that. I really <laughs> fucking like that. Keep your shit in the toilet. I, like, I like that metaphor. I, I like that, bro. I, I give you credit for that, man. Good job. All right. Um, so that'll wrap it up for this week's episode of the Buckbusters. Um, so just a heads up, this week 
uh, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll be taking a different step. We will be vlogging this week's episode. Uh, this week's off, uh, I guess uh, not really off week, but we'll be vlogging our, our trip to Columbus. So keep an eye out for social media and our, our new, not not new, but like our first upload to our YouTube channel, The Bug Pusters. Uh, we'll, we'll give you guys more updates once we upload it, or once I upload it, because, you know, I, I need to get my shit together here. <laughs> so, um, keep, keep an update. Obviously, that episode will be coming out after the, this week's episode comes out, episode 49. Uh, make sure you guys tune in next week. Uh, next week's, Big 5-0, baby. Let's yeah, do it. It's going to be a banger. Yeah, so tune in next week. We're going we're gonna to come out, out shooting, out firing. So, yeah. um, Otherwise, like I said, keep, keep an eye on social media. I know Kyle's really been pushing our, our TikTok page. And our, oh, Kyle's been really pushing our social media, so keep an eye out for you know something from Kyle, uh, more, more than likely something from Kyle, or <laughs> a, a chirping from Bobo, Jeffy, or myself. <laughs> so otherwise, if you're not following us on any one of our social medias, what the fuck are you doing? Otherwise, guys, we will see you next week for the big. I love. So as always, love you guys. See you, see around. you guys. Peace out, guys. Take out. <laughs>